You say the first thing this episode. Oh, no, I still did it. I tried. I really tried. <laughs> I, Try uh, I've, I've had a couple. I've had a couple of things that enter my realms as potential ranking fodder. I thought it'd be good to rank criticism at some point. Ooh. Yeah. Classic Nick bait. Yeah. Wow. Chris, like it's not even my birthday. Yeah. That was like, uh, was that the only one or did you have have another one deposit that we can then have a tortured decision-making process over as might make for an exciting episode teaser or not? I had a kick of the football the other day with my friend Tom Stainer, who asked if we'd ranked private schools yet and suggested it. My sense is that there's a lot of higher order ideas that that sits under that may be better to explore. Yeah, I love Tom Stainer and uh, think that's a great idea. But like, it's an interesting conversation to rank. I do, it, I do feel like in a context where we haven't ranked schools per se yet, and um, a couple of other things, my hunch is that it's a little downstream. But yeah, or that there might even be more useful handles again in terms of what the what we do here to uh, talk about that idea of. Um, uh, privatized protection of people's development versus uh publicanized um still interesting though but yeah um of those two i think criticisms criticism is the one that we're like ready to go in the flow um schools is pretty good though as well we should do schools soon we should yeah cool well yeah i'll put a put a pin in that but and um we also got some other we got a raft of other great um listener suggestions from an from a uh close source which i'm keen to get onto in the next 10 episodes um it's going to be a listen it's going to be a listener request fest but what better way to start that than by doing one of chris's ideas yeah (laughs) let's do criticism i'm not even a listener Welcome, welcome, listeners, to the Rank Idea Podcast. Rank Ideas Podcast, not just the one idea. I'm one of the hosts, Chris Endry, and with me, as always, Nick Deladovic, and we're on a quest to rank every idea in an ever-expanding list from best to worst. And uh, the episode of this week is Criticism. And on the day that you were born, the angels got together and decided to create two ranking dudes. The way we do this is we discuss the idea, uh, turn it inside out, and uh, put it on its best, most perfect spot uh, on our list of ideas, like relative to the other ideas we've already ranked. Um, but first, we define the idea. It's helpful. It's a helpful way to start. You can't deny it. Um, Chris, would you like to have a go at uh, defining criticism, or would you like me to? I'd love you to, Nick. Thanks so much for offering. Ah. I'm just a, uh, I'm one of the two hosts of the podcasts. That's what they say about me. Yeah. So criticism is a process of analyzing, uh, things in the world and, uh, evaluating them, uh, qualitatively, uh, somewhat quantitatively as well, but really it's about, um, uh, coming up with a framework of quality and qualities and, um, success failure kind of implied in that. And um, assessing the I, this, assessing the thing that you're assessing through that lens. So um, obviously, it gets it's, uh, thrown. It's you know, it's a strong enough and um, 
central enough idea in our society that you have an entire um, population of critics as people, like people who that is the that is their professional role. Um, and then you have people like myself in life who just think of themselves as uh, default critical of the systems, things, ideas, and activities around them. Um, am I missing any big killer critical things there, Chris Hendry? No, that's great. I feel like perhaps in this one, uh, uh, even more than in every episode, which of course uh, warrants it as well, we need to um, declare our... Um, personal bias because obviously we are if you took criticism out of the rank ideas podcast well you lose the whole podcast so that that already suggests that it's going to be very high on the list um because it's a it's a tool that we're using that we're wielding uh constantly the fact that also this in is the podcast the, indeed the fact that this is the podcast idea we had it's a, this is this is great chris i love that you came up with this idea and i didn't i mean maybe if i cruise down all the idea ideas in my phone, it might be in there somewhere, but um, it hadn't been front of mind, which is hilarious because it is, uh, there is not a single idea that I'm not more self-implicated in or compromised around. I think of any well, you don't, you don't see the water you swim in, you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, the, uh, even, you know, uh, although if I, um, even, even the water I don't swim in, um, I uh, would still, yeah, oh, it's great. So obviously, yeah, my <laughs> straight away sense is that um, my ability to uh, notice um, the not just notice the things around me, but to be make be employing judgment about whether those things are serving my serving me, serving the people around me, um, lining up, aligning or mapping correctly with the. Um, things that we have posited um, we're engaging with uh, in terms of wants and desires. Um, you know, that it's so personally valuable to me. Um, it's going to be really fun to um, talk about that, but also um, also talk about all of the cases against. But um, what it, I, I feel okay with us starting with what, what, what does it, what does the value, what does the, um, uh, yeah, what does the utility of criticism seem to be in the world, Chris, or to you, for or me, to it, people you it, see? It, it seems to be a force for interrogation, for not um, as in like you know where we look at say like the, the the physical forces. It's 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 one in the system of uh, the ecosystem of uh, society where that uh, individuals or groups or whatever can use to. Uh, to motivate uh, deconstructing and evaluating, yes, that like uh, what, what you said uh, about the, you know, the 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 utility of of things, or or at least the uh, how closely they map to their own truths that they uh, claim to represent. So, um, I, I guess I, I should say that like most of us probably encounter the idea of criticism either like like the thing that I, I imagine it immediately brings to mind if, if someone's a critic like you could think of someone who looks and evaluates you know say a, a, a restaurant or a film or whatever or alternatively if someone is critical they're seen to be as um it's it, it comes as a negatively loaded term not as in it's not good but as in it's it, it normally means somebody is um uh, talking down the qualities of 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 people or what whatever it is that they that that encounters their spheres, but we're we're talking about the, the much bigger, broader, and more neutral sense of the the word where it is that evaluating force, and I think it's kind of impossible to imagine 
for me. I mean, like it, it, we may come to identify better tools through this conversation, but it's hard for me to imagine mechanisms to interrogate the 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 gaps of our experienced reality and realities and um, the gaps of uh, how how large weighty narratives around things can um, can have their own gravity to to shape society and shape our own lives with, without without having a um, capacity to be critical of those and to which which where I say that is is to interrogate them and evaluate them using qualitative and quantitative um, means and and you know you, uh, which you could determine based on um, agreed values or you know values that then use and then enforce upon others and get them to in turn uh, take up your information and then uh, without the capacity to then be critical of, of, of those assessments. Uh, I just can't see, I can't see like, the, I, I, I didn't realize this when I posited it, but I think this is a real top shooter. Like this is a, this is a great idea. Um, and I can't, I, I wouldn't want to live in a society that didn't have the capacity to do the things that criticism represents. The question is, is it um, a perfect form of what it's what it's what it's mapping, and is it the the most useful tool to achieve those uh, ends, which for me are so desirable to have the capacity to interrogate and understand and navigate the gaps in our experiences of the same things, I guess, because they're always going to exist. It's objectively not perfect because um, qualitative or quantitative tools of judgment yep. or measurements are flawed and reductive by their nature. But the- we know perf- we know what perfection means, Nick. Yes, exactly. And uh, we have perfection linked. 60 something on the list. We have perfection linked lowish on the list at the moment um, in our sort of bottom quarter, which suggests that we are sticking up for a lot of ideas, uh, knowing that no ideas are perfect. And um, the, as it, yeah. So again, um, there is uh, criticism is by nature not, it's not neutral, as in the neutral form. Of criti- the neutral form that is adjacent to criticism is just analysis. Is just going. Um, it's beyond mm-hmm. observation. Like it's so you go beyond observation into analyzing. You go okay. Let's um, let's let's uh, examine um, the things that are evident in the systems uh, or phenomena around us and draw co- draw conclusions of observation and information that ends you know uh, cross reference and see if we can find deeper insights. But criticism is saying. All that criticism is is positing is a lens of doing that, which is we are going to posit some uh, some values that we connect to this. Like we are going to have some, we are going to have personal values or societal values or group values that we um, that that matter to us. There are things that matter to us that suggest that um, that suggest that uh, criticism is a thing that should be added to analysis or can be added to analysis to actually evaluate how the how the phenomena we're um, analyzing scans against values and also imagine how it could be different to better or more scan against those values. And so I guess what we're partly we're sticking up for with, if we're sticking up for criticism, we're squitting, we're sticking up for the idea of qualitative um, judgment, which is um, again, like that's what we're doing here on the list. So of course we would be, but our, I guess it, it does, <laughs> this is giving us an opportunity to create a met, like a meta argument for the podcast that we're doing, which is the, idea. Hey, I mean, I guess you can start simply from the idea that it's okay to want things like, or, or wanting things, whether it's okay or not is a dumb thing to even argue about. Like people want things. Um, yeah. 
and uh, that is a reality that needs to be contended with. And we react, we also react to things and uh, judge them in certain like emotionally loaded ways. And that's a f- phenomenon that it's okay and good and just to contend with. Um, criticism obviously gives you all kinds of meta levels of being able to go, all right, how can you, um, can you, can you unpack the, the, your wants and desires go levels deeper and uh, not just be, not just be, subject to the most reductive automatic versions of them so i feel like you know this is what i like about criticism i guess is that it is a tool that can it's a really a tool that can operate at scale and i've stuck up a lot on this in these in our flawless ranking of ideas process so far for the idea of ideas that can operate at scale and to me when i talk about scale with criticism i don't just mean that it can be applied in all sites and in all places but there's a depth to which you can use it um like the more you the more layers of analysis, every layer of analysis you can look at, like from the shallow things that are right in front of you to the deepest cognitive um, layers that form our engagement with reality can be criticized. And um, there is, and there is, uh, there is value, there is value always in criticizing because criticizing connects to our values, uh, to the values we have that just plainly exist. Is that a, coherent point chris Hendry. it's the first time yeah, i've ever I really, asked you that I, on this podcast <laughs> yeah i wish you'd ask me more often um no i really like it um i i also like the observation that is the the distinction from analysis and and it immediately got me thinking like oh where would you place each relative to the other i'm glad we don't have to do that today but um because there's there's a, such a strong symbiosis where the utility of each comes from the other like um you know, like like endless spheres of, an, of analysis without um, having the capacity to, or, or, or at least the motivating interest in um, applying, uh, you know, values to to what to do with that analysis or where to direct energy to to, to conduct analysis, even assuming an infinite um, un- energy universe where you didn't have to um, make such calls, you, you still... Uh, our societies aren't and our interactions and our thoughts aren't based on Sorry, this is, a, this is a messy thing to say. They're not. They're not based on mathematical exchanges. In this, in I mean, obviously they are, but uh, in in a sense. But in in the sense that I mean is is that we're not. Um, you know, we're we're already abstractions. You know, selfhood and and perception and and things like that. Um, you know, we're not we're not one to one navigators of the universe, and so um, we will ine- invariably need. Uh, uh, critical faculties to navigate analysis to, to make any determinations, whether it's, um, you know, was, th- was this film good or bad or, um, you know, how should we structure all of our society based on a list? And, and I, I, I think, I think the question really will come to be, well, what are the elements of criticism as in being able to, to navigate and make assessments based on things and, and uh, you know, all the things that fall off of that, like being able to assert them, receive them, interrogate again. Mm that what are the forms of that that wouldn't involve criticism or what are the elements of that kind of criticism that 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 really drive it that i think i think they're 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 going to be the, the the determinants of how high or low this uh idea sits because um you know even at the facile level my first thought was like oh yeah but i actually don't like engaging in film criticism because um it, it changes my reception of the film that I then watch and often it doesn't match. But then of course, what, what tool am I using to make that assessment a critical one where it's like, well, the value to me is in learning something myself or having my own opinion. Um, and often I find that the utility of, you know, the people that get to do that as a disc as, as a discipline doesn't match my own values. And then like, but 
you know the, the thing the thing that I'm holding that is is criticism in in that assessment um and uh yeah sorry if that's a bit too needlessly no, obnoxious inception but no I want to I, I want to talk yeah I want to talk about that bit because you know I'm someone who um has interacted with a lot of criticism uh, across my life, like, you know, like has read a lot of critics or a lot of people offering criticism of um, specifically, you know, cultural product, like uh, creative arts product, um, which is where I've spent most of my life putting my focus. And um, yeah, the, uh, cause yeah, it is, it is funny because, you know, I'm uh, extremely warm towards criticism. This reminds me a lot, actually, Chris, of when we ranked story where we spent, uh, the the majority, or at least I spent the majority of the episode just trashing story in terms of its um, uh, observable outcomes in the world most of the time. You know, I, I did, you know, the idea that most stories are not just bad, but toxically foul in terms of the wrong, the wrongness of mm. what they communicate and enforce and retrench. And at the moment, we still have story as the fourth highest idea on the list because we found it to be such a, the, the the necessity of it to human yeah, cognition. Yeah, what are you going to do and, without it? What do you? Not only what are you going to do without it, but the the idea of um, uh, the potential of it, which in terms of the way we're doing this list, where this the best version of of an idea is protected by downvoting all the ideas that need to go under it that would otherwise poison it or um, compromise it. Story was is. Story so far has been the epitome of that, where the things that you story is usually stories are usually bad because they communicate bad. They are delivery system for the bad ideas. So if the bad ideas are under story or out of the equation, then it gets to be the best version of itself. Criticism feels like the strongest, this is like the the strongest one, a case study of that that we've done since then in terms of how high its potential is to be high if bad ideas are underneath it. But um, going back to that, but going back to the modern phenomenon of the critic or the I guess historical phenomenon of the critic, I it's a similar sort of thing where like I engage with a lot of criticism and most of what it's led me to is to have utter contempt for most critics most of the time. Like as yeah. as in I feel like. Criticism is one of those things where it's mostly done badly, like not just not just in terms uh, yeah, of people uh, who are professional theatre critics, but people critiquing most things most of the time are doing it in uh, uh, awfully uh, cl- clumsy, bad, like reinf- you know, in ways that reinforce um, the reinforce dumbness rather than goodness. Sorry, Chris. Oh, I was just going to say, I I, I uh, absolutely agree, and it's and that's my uni- near universal experience of engaging with the with the type of criticism that's at that level. But then, if I think about the the very best uh, things that I like to engage with in terms of like you know like an incredible uh, piece of literature or like um, you know a great conversation with a friend, like so often um, you know th- those will be their own criticisms, but uh, but just not through the form of um, basically a. a even furnished opinion or just like uh the basis of um like we're not talking about the, we're, we're not we're not I, I would say that um the cultural form of of the critic um as someone who's t- takes on the defined role of um you know upvoting their own criticism uh, that's that's not i don't think that's a baked in element of what we're talking about in the same way as um no. As when we talk about cultural forms like, you know, sport or journalism or things like that or fashion. Like this, this is, we're, we're talking much more about the, the mechanism of, um, exactly. And, if, and, if and they its w- utility. 
that's why I want to bring it up because yeah, like factually the um, the notion of uh, critics, people who uh, have a codified role as being the critics and stat- and therefore have status afforded to them around their supposed correct, like um, the supposed supposed worth of their critical takes as opposed to other people. Um, mostly, I have a withering attitude towards most of those people, and um, the not not based on not even based on the construction of that, but just based on the fact that their criticism generally isn't that good. It's um, but I mean, again, we have journalism rel. Uh, uh, relatively low on the list. There's huge overlap between journalism and criticism, um, between the journal role and the critic role in society. Journalists would extremely, I'm sure every journalist listening is going to balk at that, but I'm right. And, um, yeah, that, uh, I feel like a lot of, I literally feel like, for instance, where, how low having journalism as low as we do, um, uh, it's yet another thing that protects the idea of criticism because we are, a lot of what we came at in our journalist episodes, one of our most downloaded episodes. So thanks journalists um, for your support. The reason it's our most downloaded episode is because all the people that we're friends or, you know, potential fans of the podcast that are journalists listen to that and then never listen to another one. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I hope, yeah, maybe we just need to start ranking more uh, job, like types of job in the world. uh, And uh, until we can get to zero listeners. (laughs) Well, no, I was just saying where we can we can keep a sustaining where it's just about capturing a specific population per episode rather than building a sustained uh, oh, listenership over time. Just very that, clever. that sort of game theory. Yeah, I'm clever. But the um, yeah that that I as as you said, I mean, I'm using a lot of words to just restate what you said, which is that we're not talking about we're, what we're not ranking is the role of the critic. But um, I do think it's worth saying that. Um, I think the reason I'm down on the role of the critic is a, because criticism is poorly done and poorly understood, but when it's the, the few occasions, whether it's someone who's a professional critic or not, but the few occasions where I come across some really on point criticism, um, where I just think someone's analytical and then critical take on top of the analysis is just so, um, fresh and insightful and genuinely useful to me, um, in terms of the brain that's operating behind it and what I can see of it, any concerns I might otherwise have about, oh, is engaging with criticism just going to just, you know, going to have bad effects on my brain, which most of the time the answer is yes. Um, Having those, you know, cool drink of water moments of just being like, oh, this is so, this is it. What it suggests is that it's not about, it's, it's not about, um, creating a role in society for critics per se. It's about infusing the idea of criticism across all people at all levels of societal engagement. Um, knowing that that'll be hugely cost laden in a way because people will, most people will do it wrong most of the time, but having it there as a default means that when it like you you create the mathematical certainty that the people who are going to really nail it will, will do it. And then you'll have those, you'll have those moments of, um, yeah, you'll have that moment of ex- of just extreme good takedness. Um, yeah, like uh, even then, I think that this is still too. Like, if I think about, um, you know, if you picture like like the volume of where criticism exists in in anyone's life, like I, okay, the professional critic is like point zero 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 one percent of the time in which you're engaging with with criticism as an idea. Then you know, other people yeah. will be like, you know, I don't know, twenty percent of that. And then eighty percent of that will be yourself navigating your own I mean, like, sorry, those those figures are totally ridiculous and, and pointless. I'm just trying to illustrate that the exponential difference between like, you know, okay, so you might engage with like 
like a, I don't know, like pick a type of critic for me, Nick. I'm firing a blank. A theatre critic. A theatre critic. So, you might engage with a theatre critic once in, in, in a year or so. Or if, if you see a lot of theatre, maybe you re- read a lot. But uh, you'll going to a play, you will, um, you know, with your friends, you will engage a criticism to make a determination on uh, your experience of, of, of that work and what people are trying to do. And then in your own mind, you will have exponentially, again, um, constant uh, thought thoughts and ideas where you're interrogating um, the play that you've seen. And that's just p- for picking, that's just picking something in which there is a domain of professional criticism. Most, most things yeah. don't have that. Like, like, um, uh, or it's um, actually maybe, maybe with the internet we've, un- oh, sorry, with definitely with the internet, we've unlocked a large wave of um, more critical exchanges to be, to be had around, you know, kind of every element of life. I was, Cause I was about to say, you know, maybe if you, if you, if you get a, a screwdriver and you're, you're changing something in your house, you're like, oh, this isn't a good screwdriver. Maybe you don't engage with criticism with that, but obviously now we can uh, at literally every type of product, etc. But even still, um, you, you know, by, you know, this, the assessments that you're making w- with your, with whatever value sets you bring uh, to determine whether something is serving a function or or a good version of it for, to you or a bad version of it to you or to everyone else um, or to itself uh, is something that is it's something that uh, it's a constant lens that I can't imagine um, constructing a path to a better life without and and it is where you say most of the criticism that we all do um, or at least experience from other people will be you know on the harmful path and then there's that, that pure clear water yeah but you know what the tool out of navigating away from that is it's, it's exactly. further criticism um and so so i guess like the thing that is going to sit below criticism ultimately is going to be anything that, uh, and, and make criticism better uh is going to be anything that um reduces uh i guess um a kind of idea of being able to take in truth um and to integrate it and anything that reduces the incentive to um to have that interrogation and um, that 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 sort of critical dialogue at all, and on top of that, I would run a or vaulting off that. I would even want to really stick up um, at all times. In this case, for you know, as much as my as much as a lot of my life is lived in at least mild annoyance around what I think of as bad criticism um, by most people most of the time, I still value that like that compared to no criticism, like is um, like every moment of that is a superior outcome to people not doing the work, the critiquing work in the first place. And, mm. um, you know, even though, and like I said, like bad criticism is really bad because um, it involves things like, um, you know, uh, default othering of populations and, um, or, uh, you know, ego protection motivated strategies. But as you say, the, the, the thing that will, if there's a thing that will get us beyond that, uh, long-term, it will be better forms of criticism, not, not a rejection of criticism. It'll be, and, and I guess it'll be about fusing criticism with the, um, with the ideas that will best elevate it. So I think that'll help us define where it is on the list is, 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 yeah, being like, what, 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 what ideas does it have to be under to be a refined, elevated version of itself? Not just what ideas it has to be over to um, divest from itself. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, yeah. Are we almost to the point of ranking? S- of yeah, such a, I think a it's ranking a, of going to the list. Yeah, I think um, it feels like anything else that would come up. 
Sorry, my dog's barking in the background there. I hope it's not <laughs> ruining the podcast experience as much as me interrupting the podcast to describe the barking doggies. Both things are only elevating. Um, okay. Cool. All right. So, should I start at the top 10 and adjust down? What do we, th- what do we yeah, think? Yeah, I think done? so. I, I think story is a good starting point because- um, All right, number four. Because it, pro- it probably needs to be below, but I want to interrogate that idea because- uh, mm. um, like it's a shame because uh, you know you can't you can't effectively navigate um, the utility of story in your life or um, or, or you know for the positive or negative um, without critical faculties. But at the same time, without story, uh, does criticism exist? Probably not. Criticism, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it it may exist in the form of like uh, you know you serve me soup I don't like and I throw the soup on your face. <laughs> But that's jokes. So now we're back to yeah, <laughs> up the top. So let's let, let's do a burn of the top ten. I think okay. looking at, it, I think it'll be clarifying. And we haven't done it for a while, so for our listeners. So at the current, our current number one is sharing. Number two is friendship. Number three is jokes. Number four is the aforementioned story. Number five is generosity. Uh, number six is self awareness. Number seven is hanging out. Number seven is cooperation. Number um, yeah, and then we have. Uh, have I counted right? Two, four, six, eight is cooperation. Number nine is adaptability, and number ten is rules. So, uh, and then under that we've got things like like eleven is art, and then we've got consistency, competition, scientific method, true or false. Um, at number fifteen, I feel like um, yeah, at the very least, I feel like things like scientific method or true or false are underneath it because I feel like yeah, um, yeah they they uh, they require. They, those are both really good ideas that require a cool critical valid, fa- a critical faculty to be um, applied to them to be any good. Constitu- uh, competition definitely the same, so um, it's somewhere in the top twelve for me. The no stand- there's another standout one that I thought it was above. Um, oh, sorry, that I thought it was worth discussing. I think relative to where rules are is a really important one because um, number ten, yeah. Yeah, because uh, like in the in the abstract, I think well, it's more important to like how you're going to get good rules without criticism. But then at the same time, if you've got good criticism, um, like is it more important to have to be able to have a, a kind of existing ordered framework to um, to navigate things, or uh, because you don't want to um, the reason the reason there's so much bad criticism is be- is because um, it's it ta- it takes energy to, to do to do well. Um, Mm. Uh, and there, and there's a lot of, and you know, when you're in a sea of bad criticism, it, it's, it's, it, there are a lot of infectious upvoted, um, bad ideas. If you look at the bottom 10 of our list as a, as an example, you can see those things everywhere. Um, uh, so I, I think, uh, you so, so, and sorry, the, the, the point about the energy is that, you know, well, we, you know, like as you and I may uh, appear to our peers, um, it, you know, th- there's only so much energy and time. It, 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 it could be exhausting to have to, to, to be constantly deconstructing everything and to navigate life through interactions like that. And that's why you want to be able to use that criticism to build something, to um, give you self-guiding posts to, you know, have parameters for th- that are going to be rewarding under the criti- critical values that you've uh, determined. The question then is, uh, you know, rules without being able to interrogate them is uh, a nightmare. Yeah, I often, uh, on what you were just saying, I do often worry about what and how exhausting a presence I am to the people around me um, in terms of my compulsive need to 
critique things that increasingly what I think of as increasingly one layer below, one layer below sort of levels. Mm. Um, and again, that's me holding back how much I want to be doing it most of the time, at least verbalizing it. Um, but yeah, the, um, uh, yeah, it's obviously in the rules episode, which I, which is a great episode of the podcast rank ideas. We were holding up, um, we were defending the value of rules as specifically invented and constructed things like that, the, where it's, it's a way to, um, where the, where the great thing about rules is that they are hyper-local and constructed, um, and in their best version, um, rather, yeah, like the good rules are rules that are, um, investing in their own constructed nature rather than being held up as, um, mm. in, intrinsic. And, um, I guess criticism gives you good, uh, has the potential to bolster that um, at the fr- it, it both helps you evaluate the the rules and their application after the fact but it also helps you potentially Formulate well I guess that, that's the question I mean is, is criticism fundamentally a reactive act rather than a predictive act Ooh, yes like but it's reactive to something that is like as long as we ex- you know going to exist in the form that we do as a species which is the type of society that we're ranking within there are going to be things that are going to warrant that reaction. And I guess once you've started, once you've, once you've done a first thing, then it's a cycle. Like it becomes both because the criticism of one thing then built yeah. into your predictive models of the next thing. Cool. So the, um, yeah, it's, it definitely, yeah. My sense is still as my, I like, I love, I love rules a lot. I think higher. I think higher. So then if we're going up, um, so then we've got adaptability, cooperation, hanging out, self-awareness, generosity, and then story. Um, generosity feels like a, I want to say that's a hard line. I feel like generosity is the, is the definite thing that just, it, that's a thing that I want criticism to default exist in the presence of, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, is, for sure. know, and, and, and feels like the, the one thing that will mitigate everything that the costs of everything that we're celebrating with criticism, which is the tirelessness of it, you know, that's, I mean, yeah. criticism, critic, what you really need to, to do the most elevated form of criticism is discomfort, kind of endless discomfort, which I sort of, there's a version of that that I like, but to me, that's the, 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 the curse of that is also what it is. So I think having generosity, there is a kind of super idea over it allows for a, um, uh, allows for an edifying warm, allows for a hopeful, um, version of it, which is, but it's less, less that I care about, but it's more about, yeah, I want like generosity towards all generosity towards all possible viewpoints, outcomes as well. Generosity to all possible outcomes of a critical process, um, I think is a great thing to bake into a critical process. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, uh, and of course that that's why it's under cooperation, um, yeah. and friendship and those other things bec- uh, be- as as guiding stars but i th- i to be honest i think it's in its spot i, I think it's um I-, I think adaptability is um you know probably the most Im- i think adaptability and rules are perhaps the the, the best twin or triplet uh friends of um criticism uh I- and I-, I-, I and i think sitting above one and below the other is is pretty good because um you know the util like what what utility eternal like eternal criticism is a, a curse if you're in a, a place is, is sorry is an additional curse if you're in a place 
a, a position where it's you're incapable of um, navigating um, to any uh, improved outcomes as a as a result of that criticism. And I think adaptability yeah. is is uh, um, you know e- even if you know don't think about being in prison or or whatever or like I don't know anything. Just think in your own life. Um, if you if you identify things that you're doing that uh, you know you'd like to do more of, or you, the things that don't serve you, if you if there's no capacity to navigate towards those things, then it's then it's um, then it's futile. So I, I think it has. I think I think it's really important. It, it just depends if um, there are other you know things like even even self awareness um, is oh self awareness is, is is better with a kind of criticism. I don't know. What, what do you think, Nick? I think adaptability is a uh, is an essential, um, or if not essential, is a super useful framing premise to then just you know it's it's such an easy handle then to then set out on the journey of criticism, like in terms of setting your conditions for criticism, what your criticism is going to be about and how it can start is knowing that is having the idea of adaptability baked into it. Like yeah, these are these all feel like ideas that. Um, mitigate again mitigate the potential problems with criticism which is uh one of which like adaptability mitigates the problem of criticism as as uh as an end as an end state goal rather than a calibrative goal like as in you if you're putting adaptability above it you're saying that the that you know any critical process in this in the same way you put generosity above it it says that a critical process has to be endless open-ended and calibrate to updates in reality and i don't mean this in a mealy-mouthed um let's have let's have equal weight to all viewpoints um or live and let live or anything like that like i'm not yeah that's that's what i'm seeking out for i'm seeking out for the idea of complexity discomfort um even just things that things that improve the scientific method as well where it's like yeah being knowing that you're knowing that you're into your moral personal moral intuitions might not be borne out by the analysis um and being being open to um dealing with that, um, is, uh, important. And, um, look, as far as, uh, and look, cooperation is a simple mechanical one in the same way, like in a much simpler way, it's just like, yes, this is the, you know, these, these are the, these are the framing ideas that are going to, that are only going to create a better critical outcome. And I mean, I also really like the idea. I'm very satisfied with having hanging out our current uh, seventh best idea um, mm. above it because to me, you know, listen to our hanging out episode, uh, listen to it. There's um, uh, just a, yeah, what we were sticking, what we're really sticking up for there is the idea of, um, you know, uh, like loose free open time that might be existential navel gazing might just be ex- contention with experience might be might be completely might be complete disassociation but um that idea that this that the that the loose the loose seconds of life um as a thing to lean into and relax and celebrate can give you space to have a more elevated contention with your existence and i think yeah i think a hanging out existence is a better is an existence for better criticism rather than a um rather than a it mitigates it mitigates the other big potential cost of criticism which is uh, a version of engaging with society which which is just about means testing it if you know what i mean yeah i also think that like you know um it's a good sign that i feel like uh in my own life i sort of happily try to employ the the critical tools that i have or the you know analysis that exists out there um and that i can conduct myself to um you know to make sure i 
protect, you know, uh, a, a generosity in my own life and, 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 and in society and, you know, hanging out and, 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 and these things that are sort of, uh, have, a intrinsic joy, but do come under threat from many of the ideas that are on our list, including ones that, yes. are, you know, n- not just the, the very worst ones. So, um, I, I, uh, I feel pretty good about it being there. It is, it is difficult to have it below anything in the sense that I wouldn't want to live without it, but that's the good news is we're not just taking one idea and building our whole society off it. We're, we're going to take a chunk. That's like me with immortality, Chris. Like I wouldn't want to live without yeah. it. And yet it's, and it, yet it's only in the top 20 at the moment. But the, um, but as you say, like if, again, if we were, <laughs> if we were just stuck with, with the one idea that comes first, um, we'd have sharing, which, um, is pretty good, but we're not, we've got, uh, we'll, we'll decide. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting. I've always had the sense that we'll, once we build the perfect final version of this list, uh, where we've ranked every single human idea, then the cutoff point will just present itself. Like we'll look at it and be like, oh yeah, here's where, here's the, here's the idea where you cut off mm. and and put the other ones gently out to, on the Viking barge, but uh, we'll see. Um, but at the very least, I feel like we'd be protective of a top 40. Maybe I'm just, uh, maybe it's just the history well, look, of I'm pop not, charts. I'm not willing thinking. to move into a world that doesn't have shorts, just so you know. <laughs> Good to know. Um, but again, we're not, like, that'll be, it's the classic Moses um, conundrum, Chris, like this, we may be building a promised land that isn't for us, but yet the- oh, wow. uh, uh, don't worry. I, will, I, will, I never engaged with that rub- idea, Nick. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I engage with it all the time. Why do you think I require immortality to be so high on the list? So <laughs> the uh, and yes, um, one more point on the idea of like I get where you are coming from in terms of worrying about self awareness without critical rigor applied to it. But I think it's um, more compelling the other way around. The idea that having because criticism is fundamentally a thing that is enacted by humans and um oh the idea, yeah you know and the the idea of going into against framing a process of criticism by having awareness of your biases blind spots personal context personal lens um and ego protection um is gonna again it's gonna ground it in a better it's a better better starting point I love that. I mean, criticism without self-awareness is is on my uh, is a is a bottom ranker for me uh, as things that I see all the time. Oh my god, that's great! Thank it's you. So, Nick. You, you've, so you've saved no problem. Me. You got me there. Great. You we got we got there together. Terrifo, Terrifamundo, as they say in the ranking game. Terrifamundo. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas.